Welcome back to our tech-savvy listeners tuning in for another deep dive into groundbreaking research. Today on Just Add Pi, we're slicing into a juicy topic from the world of computer vision and machine learning. Isn't that right, Jen? Absolutely, Tom. We're talking about a research paper titled Just Add, Pose-Induced Video Transformers for Understanding Activities of Daily Living. This is a fascinating blend of video understanding, pose estimation, and transformers a type of neural network that's been revolutionizing natural language processing, and now, apparently, action recognition as well. Before we plunge into the paper itself, let's establish some context. Video transformers have become a hot topic, particularly for human action recognition. But there's a challenge when it comes to activities of daily living, or ADL. ADL entails simple, everyday actions, like pouring water or snapping fingers, and they can look quite similar or be performed differently depending on the camera angle, right? Exactly, Tom. And this poses a dilemma for the RGB modality, which often relies solely on the color and intensity of pixels. The paper posits that augmenting RGB frames with human pose information, something that's sensitive to these subtle movements and differing perspectives, could be the key. They've developed a novel approach, the Pose Indicted Video Transformer, or PIVT for short, and the results are promising. For those unfamiliar, a transformer here isn't about cars turning into robots, but a type of architecture that processes data in parallel, which can be a game changer for understanding sequences, like frames in a video. On to the core of the paper, the researchers have two clear objectives. To introduce this PIVIT model that augments RGB video representations with human pose information, and to prove its efficacy in recognizing ADL across various scenarios. Right. Their methodology sees the invention of two novel plug-in modules, the 2D Skeleton Induction Module and the 3D Skeleton Induction Module. Cue fancy names, but it boils down to using skeletons, 2D and 3D representations of human joints, and integrating them into the RGB representations during training. And the key findings show state-of-the-art performance on three prominent ADL datasets, including real-world and large-scale RGBD datasets, which is quite the feat. They're achieving this without any additional computational overhead during the inference phase. That's when the model is actually put to use. Which naturally leads us to implications and applications of these findings. If video transformers can be tuned to understand ADL better with PyVT's strategy, we're looking at enhancements in areas like elder care, where monitoring daily activities could assist in providing better care, or even advanced security systems that can discern between nuanced human behaviors. Wrapping it up, the main takeaway is compelling. The research demonstrates how infusing video transformers with human pose information can markedly improve recognition of daily activities without speed trade-offs during application. It's a thoughtful advancement blending existing camera infrastructure and sophisticated models for an immediate real-world impact. It's certainly enlightening, Jen. The paper introduces a transformative approach, no pun intended, addressing the granularity of human movement in video content. This isn't just an academic exercise. It's a leap forward in making our technology understand us and our daily lives much better. Tired of your smart home being, well, not so smart? Embarrassed by your security cam mistaking your tango for a tangle or your yoga for a fall? Worry no more. 
Introducing SmartPose Home, where we've added a dash of Pi to smarten up your living space. With SmartPose Home's revolutionary PIVIT technology, your home finally gets the full picture. It understands whether you're boiling water or just hot under the collar. Now, when you bust a move in the kitchen, SmartPose knows you're just spicing up your salsa, not creating culinary chaos. Worried about setup? It's as easy as pie, literally. Just install our SmartPose cams and our system will do the rest, distinguishing between your moonwalk and your cat's midnight mischief, thanks to our patented 2D and 3D pose induction modules. So wave goodbye to false alarms and say hello to a home that truly vibes with your every move. SmartPose Home, where every gesture is recognized, cataloged, and celebrated, now including interpretive dance. Get SmartPose Home today, and your smart home will finally get smart about you. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of our podcast. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we're diving into a paper that's a game changer in the field of traffic monitoring and safety. It's titled Traffic Mott a challenging data set for multi-object tracking in complex traffic scenarios. We know traffic video analysis is critical for things like traffic management and autonomous driving, but unfortunately, the datasets we've been using so far haven't quite hit the mark. They either lack complexity or they focus too narrowly on specific vehicle types. Exactly, Tom. But the authors of this paper have stepped up to the plate. They realize something crucial. Our current tech is only as good as the data it's trained on. We're talking about folks from the University of Cambridge, Microsoft, and the Shanghai AI Lab. Now imagine trying to track multiple objects, cars, bikes, pedestrians, through a video sequence. It seems straight out of a game of Where's Waldo, but researchers call this multi-object tracking, or MOT for short. This technology has incredible potential to change how we understand traffic flow and safety. Before we get deeper into that, I want to highlight the significance of this work. Imagine traffic scenarios with cars weaving in and out, pedestrians crossing, the light changing from day to night, and weather shifting from clear to foggy. Right, Jen, but let's break down some key terms. Multi-object tracking, or MOTI, involves identifying and following multiple targets, like vehicles, across video sequences. And when we talk about challenging datasets, we mean data that represents complex, realistic environments. Enter Traffic Mode, the extensive dataset crafted by the authors. It's sourced from fixed CCTV cameras across multiple cities, and it's packed with diverse traffic situations filled with the hustle and bustle of real life. Speaking of complexity, Traffic Mott includes 2,102 videos with a whopping average of 22.8 objects per frame. Compare that to previous datasets, and we're looking at a significant leap forward here. And it's not just quantity. This dataset outdoes others in the diversity department, too. It introduces more object classes than ever before seen in other datasets, offering up intricate traffic conditions, such as those densely populated scenarios. Now that you're all revved up with the context, let's switch gears and talk methodology. The researchers conducted comprehensive studies across different settings, fully supervised, semi-supervised, and with a groundbreaking zero-shot foundation model named TAM, or Tracking Anything model. Jen, why don't you tell us more about that? Sure thing, Tom. TAM is a big deal. It's a model that's trained to, as the name suggests, track anything in a video, zeroing in on objects it wasn't specifically trained to recognize. 
It's like having a wildcard tracker that can identify and follow any object. But as cool as TAM sounds, the findings highlighted just how challenging Traffic Mod is. Even this powerhouse of a model found the complexity tough to handle. It underscores an exciting challenge. There's still a lot of room for growth in traffic monitoring technologies. Absolutely. And the implications of these findings are vast. A realistic and complex dataset like TrafficMot can accelerate innovation in traffic monitoring, leading to improved traffic management strategies, better designed autonomous vehicles, and ultimately, safer roads. To wrap things up, TrafficMot is setting a new standard for datasets in the field of multi-object tracking. It's not just challenging the status quo, it's driving innovation by demanding more from our tracking algorithms and in turn, paving the way for safer, more efficient transportation systems. Thanks for tuning into this episode. We hope you'll join us again as we continue to explore the fascinating world of technology and innovation. Drive safely and keep tracking those objectives. Are you ready to revolutionize the way the world handles traffic, but find yourself stuck at a metaphorical red light? Look no further, introducing Tracktastic, the offspring of the groundbreaking Traffic Mot. At Tracktastic, we're experts at finding the unfindable, from wayward wiener dogs on the highway to unicycling urbanites disrupting downtown drives. Our motto? If it moves, we track it. Whether it's a rogue ice cream truck playing jingle bells in July or a flock of pigeons casually jaywalking, we've got eyes on it. Thanks to the TrafficMot dataset, our algorithms have seen it all. Rain, shine, or the mysterious fog that rolls in when you're late for a meeting. With Tracktastic, traffic jams become a symphony of synchronized swerves. Your city's gridlock, a masterfully managed dance of commuter cars coordinated by our AI maestros. So say goodbye to the days of honking horns and shout out your window. I'm not stuck in traffic. I'm a part of Tracktastic's Terpsichorean Tableau. Ready to jump into the driver's seat of traffic transformation? Visit Tracktastic.com where the future of multi-object tracking isn't just smart, it's hilariously high-tech. Welcome back, listeners. Today, Jen and I are diving into a research paper titled Dataset Distillation in Large Data Era by Zeyuan Yin and Jiqiang Shen from the Mohammed bin Zayed University of Artificial Intelligence. Yes, Tom, and this paper is a real game changer in the field of computer vision and machine learning. The core idea they're exploring is dataset distillation, which essentially means creating a smaller yet highly representative subset of a large dataset. Imagine taking the ocean of data we have today and condensing it into a potent drop without losing its essence. Exactly, Jen. This technique is key for efficiency in model training, particularly when you want your machine learning models to be fit and fast without guzzling down computational resources. It's like giving your AI a crash course that's as effective as the full curriculum. That's a perfect metaphor. In this episode, we'll explain the complex science behind it, break down some dense jargon, and even look at potential impacts this study could have on the tech world. So, Tom, shall we start with the introduction? Let's do it. The ability to distill datasets is increasingly significant as the size of datasets expands exponentially. In essence, dataset distillation allows models to train efficiently on a condensed subset 
and still perform admirably when evaluated on the original datasets testing distribution. And the authors of this paper didn't stop at small datasets. They geared up and took on the behemoths, full ImageNet 1K, 21K, at a high resolution. Their method, which they've called Curriculum Data Augmentation, CDA, has even beaten previous leading approaches. Incredible. They mention other works that have focused on aligning various aspects of the original datasets, such as training weight trajectories and gradient features. But this study takes it a step further with the large-scale datasets. Let's introduce a bit of context for the significance of this research in the field. In machine learning, developing models capable of understanding and analyzing visual data requires training on extensive datasets. But these large datasets come with their own challenges, storage and computation heavy, not to mention privacy concerns with sensitive data. Now, imagine if we could still train cutting-edge models efficiently with the same level of performance using significantly smaller datasets. That's what dataset distillation promises. Exactly. When we're talking about state-of-the-art AI models like ChatGPT or Stable Diffusion, these rely on vast datasets and computing power. Dataset distillation levels the playing field by allowing those with limited resources to participate in high-level AI development. Absolutely. And this isn't just about saving costs or computational time. This can help democratize AI and also ease data privacy concerns, as the distilled datasets might not include raw, identifiable information. This is all very fascinating, Jen. But before we examine the methodology and implications further, it might be good to break down some vocabulary for our listeners. Dataset distillation, ImageNet 1K, 21K, and curriculum data augmentation are a few terms that will keep popping up. Absolutely, and we'll get to all that shortly. But first, let's take a quick break. When we return, we'll roll up our sleeves and di dissect the core of this paper, the methodology, key findings, and why it just might pave the way for the future of machine learning. So stay tuned, listeners. We'll be right back after these messages with more on this transformative research in the era of large data. And now, a quick word from our sponsor, Mindrip, the big data baristas. Are you drowning in oceans of data? Do your servers groan under the weight of excessive gigabytes? Fear not. With Mindrip, we turn your data ocean into a single, potent espresso shot of information. Our secret recipe? A pinch of ImageNet, a dash of machine learning, and a whole lot of distillation magic that keeps your models svelte and your costs down. No more data bloat. Um, no more privacy woes. Mindrip serves you just the concentrated goodness your AI needs to hit the ground running. So say goodbye to data hangovers and hello to Mindrip, because good things come in small data sets. Mindrip, where less data means more intelligence. Try us out and give your AI the buzz it deserves without the crash. Visit mindrip.io today. Terms and conditions apply. Mindrip does not accept responsibility for any hyperactive AIs. Welcome to our latest podcast episode where we dive into an intriguing piece of research titled Vidif, Translating Videos via Multimodal Instructions with Diffusion Models. This paper hails from Fudan University and Microsoft Research Asia, and it's stirring up quite the conversation in the AI and computer vision communities. Let's lay down some contextual background to understand why this paper is a big deal. The field of AI has made leaps and bounds in natural language processing, 
with models like GPT, which can handle an array of tasks under one umbrella framework. However, foundational models in computer vision haven't quite caught up, largely due to the complexity and diversity of vision tasks. Right, Jen. Existing frameworks mainly tackle video understanding tasks like recognition and retrieval, but fall short on generative tasks like video editing based on text descriptions. This is where Vidif makes its entrance, as a pioneer in unifying both understanding and generative video tasks in one model. To appreciate the complexity of what we're discussing, we should explain some key concepts. Fundamentally, the paper explores diffusion models. These are generative models that have found success in image and video generation. The core idea is modeling data distributions by gradually adding noise to the data and then learning to reverse this process. Exactly. Now let's tackle some jargon. The term latent diffusion model, LDM, will come up a lot. It's an approach where you compress data into a lower dimensional latent space and perform the noising and denoising operations there. It helps manage large data like videos more efficiently. With that out of the way, let's get into the meat of the research, the core of the paper. The researchers aim to create a unified foundation model called VIDIF. Their methodology involved accepting multimodal instructions, like text or images, along with a source video to generate a target video. They introduced an iterative autoregressive method to make sure that when you're editing longer videos, the quality and consistency are maintained across the entire video. It's super clever because you can effectively translate full-length videos fast, dealing with the complexity of video data. The key findings are impressive. Vidif can handle a variety of video tasks like recolorization, dehazing, deblurring, editing, inpainting, and object segmentation quickly and effectively. Plus, with the help of an extensive set of experiments, the team showed that their approach is quantitatively and qualitatively effective. In terms of implications and applications, this could revolutionize how we approach video editing and enhancement. Imagine being able to instruct an AI in plain language to edit your videos almost instantly without specialized knowledge. It democratizes video editing, making it accessible to anyone. As we wrap up, we've touched on how Vidif proposes a general video diffusion framework that operates on multimodal instructions. It signifies a step towards unifying the fragmented landscape of video task models. I have to say, Jen, the broad applicability of this model and its potential to revolutionize the way we interact with video editing tools has me excited. It's not just a leap for video editing, it's a sprint toward more intuitive and accessible AI-driven creative tools. Agreed, Tom. The takeaway from this paper is clear. The synthesis of language understanding and video editing in AI has taken a significant step forward with Vidif, paving the way for more intuitive, fast, and accessible video editing for everyone. Have you ever wanted to jazz up your dull videos but got tangled in complicated editing software like a cat in a yarn ball? Worry no more, introducing Magic Motion Studio, the wackiest, most intuitive video translator this side of the Milky Way. Dreamed your cat could dance the flamenco? Just say it out loud and voila, Sonore Whiskers is the new dance sensation. Does your grandma yearn to see her old black and white memories splashed with color? Magic Motion Studio adds more hues to her hats than she has cats. Forget hours of tedious editing. At Magic Motion Studio, we're so fast, we make instant noodles look like a slow-cooked stew.
So if you want your videos to go from meh to marvelous with just a sprinkle of magic words or a wave of an image wand, come down to Magic Motion Studio. Together, where your vids get the vivid Vidif vibe. Welcome, and thank you for tuning into our award-winning podcast, where we delve into the intricacies of technology and its impact on our lives. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we have a thrilling episode for you. We're diving deep into the world of 3D human pose as we unpack the fascinating paper Pose GPT, chatting about 3D human pose. Before we jump into the details, let's set the stage for our listeners. This paper is groundbreaking because it merges the power of large language models, or LLMs, with the field of 3D human pose estimation. That's right, Tom. Traditionally, understanding human pose from images has been quite a task for artificial intelligence. But this paper introduces an approach that uses LLMs to intuitively understand and predict 3D human poses from simple descriptions or images. To make sense of this, we first need to discuss a few key concepts. We'll start with the basics of human pose estimation and gradually make our way to the nitty-gritty of pose GPT. For our listeners who are new to this topic, 3D human pose estimation is focused on predicting the three-dimensional structure of a human body from data. One popular representation is the SMPL model, which simplifies the human body into a mesh driven by pose and shape parameters. SMPL is our first complex vocab term of the day. It stands for Skinned Multi-Person Linear Model, which is a mouthful, but it's a sort of digital mannequin that can be posed and shaped in countless ways to mimic real human forms. Now, on to Pose GPT. It's the central theme of our discussion and a newly introduced framework that allows LLMs to generate and understand these SMPL pose parameters from both text and images. To achieve this, Pose GPT leverages a unique token, the Pose token, to represent these 3D human poses. The model then uses this token to output in the language of human pose parameters. Incredible, isn't it? But don't worry if it's not crystal clear yet. In today's episode, we're breaking down each element. We'll explain the objectives behind this research, the techniques and methodologies used, and analyze the results and potential applications. Join us on this enthralling journey as we dig into the world of Pose GPT and uncover the symbiotic relationship between language and 3D human modeling. Stay tuned for an informative session brimming with insights and intuitive explanations only on our podcast. Let's get started. Hey listeners, have you ever wanted to jazz up your online meetings with something truly out of this world? Then you need Pose GPT's virtual dance breaks. It's the latest craze sweeping the virtual workplace. Imagine this, you're in the middle of a dull earnings call when suddenly, boom, your digital avatar starts busting out the freshest dance moves, all thanks to Pose GPT's technology. From the moonwalk to the robot, your 3D model can groove on command with just a simple text prompt. Tired and sitting at your desk? Your avatar isn't. Bring your meetings to life and give your colleagues the laugh of the day with Pose GPT's virtual dance breaks. Because why be professional when you can be sensational? Disclaimer. Pose GPT's virtual dance breaks is not responsible for jealous avatars or spontaneous virtual dance battles during business hours. Let's get those pixels moving. 